Chuck sat with his legs up on the desk in his security office. Another late night guarding a boring facility from absolutely nobody, he silently remarked. He looked between the smudges on his cloudy glass window to see a dark road outside, the pavement only illuminated by the single streetlight that stood right outside of the chain-link fence that acted as the gate of sorts at the entrance to the facility. He wasn't sure what they did there. He'd asked several people when they arrived at or left work, and nobody ever seemed too keen to clue Chuck in. He inhaled deeply before exhaling into the quiet security office. His hands were folded on his lap as he leaned back into his leather office chair. He couldn't complain, he thought. The job paid well enough, and there was never that much to do outside of walking the perimeter of the concrete wall that encased the building. As he sat in the quiet, the radio he'd set on the desk screeched awake. Uh, Chuck, come in. Might have a situation at the southwest corner. Over. The other security guard stated a haze of static over his voice. Chuck shut up and grabbed the radio. Uh, what's it look like over there? Uh, there's some scratch marks. Uh, big scratches. It'll probably be best to just come see it for yourself. Over, Barry said. Chuck sighed before clicking down on the radio's button. Copy that. I'm heading out now. Over. Holding on to his radio, Chuck got out of his chair and pulled the creaky door open, a rush of cool air splashing against his face. The breeze almost felt nice as the office was fairly warm. As he walked towards the southwest corner of the facility's perimeter, weaving between the smattering of cars heading for his destination, he pressed his radio. Barry, got any particular reason you can't just explain it to me? Chuck queried. I, uh... Barry replied to Static. It's just something you need to see. Chuck sighed as he turned the corner to see large gouges in the earth beneath him, and large patches of the grass ripped out of the ground. Well, what the hell? He asked as he halted. He looked up to see Barry over by the southwest corner of the concrete wall that surrounded the facility. Chuck could barely see as his security partner turned to look at him, before waving. Uh, Chuck, Barry began to the radio. That's only the first part. Get over here. Chuck quickened his pace, now nervous as he approached the wall. All right, Barry, what's the matter? He asked. Uh, this, Barry said, pointing to enormous scratch marks on the concrete wall, then up to a missing chunk of the wall. What in the fuck? Chuck asked as he stared at the damaged barrier. Who the hell did that? He asked, dumbfounded. Uh, no clue. I think we ought to tell the boss about... Barry stopped speaking as he jerked around to listen. Both men heard a loud rustling in the bushes outside the wall. Chuck's breath became shallow as he reached down to the flashlight attached to his belt. Barry waved his hand at his co-worker. He shook his head before motioning for the two men to walk back towards the office. Chuck nodded, slowly turning as he and Barry attempted to sneak back. Suddenly, the rustling stopped. Whatever was beyond that wall had become motionless, silent, listening to the gentle breeze on the cool night sky. The two men stopped nearly dead in their tracks as they heard a low growl, almost a snarling, rise up and over the wall. Barry glanced back, desperately hoping nothing would be there, 
It seemed he was right, breathing a hushed sigh of relief. The two men walked again towards their office, but the noise grew louder. They both turned their heads to see something dark resting on the wall. The warm, soft light from a nearby security light that rested on the side of the facility barely stretched the shape, illuminating it ever so faintly. Chuck's mind swirled in fear. It hadn't been there before, had it? Was it just a raccoon that had managed to scale a nine-foot solid concrete wall? With no pretense, the rest of the shape rose up, leering over the top of the wall. Sharp yellow dots narrowed at the men as the dark mass attached to them slithered over the concrete barrier, dropping to the ground and into a crawl reminiscent of a canine. It snarled again, the sound from before now clearly having come from the beast, as it bared its large fangs, glistening a dull white in the faint security light's glow. Barry and Chuck locked eyes with the creature, which crept forward inches every moment, slowly but surely closing the distance between them. With a quiet gasp and a frightful whimper, Barry muttered a pathetic apology before pivoting and bolting for the security office. Chuck's body injected adrenaline into every vein in his somewhat hefty form, screaming for him to run. Run, because his life most definitely depended on it. As he too shot after Barry in the office, he heard the snarl from behind rise into a ravenous combination of barking and panting. Chuck had never felt a terror like this. He hadn't run this fast since his high school track days. He channeled that long-gone glory as he caught up to Barry, who was audibly sobbing prayers. He'd never known Barry to be much of a religious man. He certainly wasn't one to go to Sunday Mass, but maybe the situation was the kind that would be the desperate hope for a higher power out of anybody. The beast behind them scampered towards them, gaining ground quickly as its heavy form dug into the ground in each minuscule leap. Its foremost goal was to terrify them, perhaps succeeded by a thirst for blood. It foamed at the mouth, just barely capable of controlling itself from leaping and ripping through Chuck's flailing corpse, before doing the same to his partner. It felt the urge, pushing the thrill of the hunt to the front of its mind. Chuck quickly surpassed Barry, arriving at the door and pushing it open. He looked back at his partner, who was begging and pleading for him to wait, to leave it open as he rushed for the entrance. Chuck had half a mind to shut it, slam the door, and leave the bastard out there to fend for himself against whatever creature of the night this was. Something flashed in his mind. What good would that do, he thought. If Barry died, there would be no corroborating witness to back up Chuck seeing an unexplainable monster. The external cameras on the facility hadn't worked in months. He'd ask the managers to replace them, even just one or two, but the long history of no problems with burglary or suspicious figures skulking around discouraged them from the senseless wasting of hard-pocketed dollars. After all, the managers reasoned, what was the harm in leaving inactive cameras up as a deterrent and pocketing what could have been spent replacing them? Chuck mentally cursed his superiors as he opened the door up for Barry, who practically dove through the opening thanking Chuck as he shut the door and locked it. Help me move this cabinet, Chuck growled as he gripped the filing cabinet that stood guard next to the door. Barry scrambled up and helped his partner as they heard the creature barreling towards the small building. Can it get in? Barry asked, out of breath. No clue. We need to shut the hell up until it leaves. Chuck commanded as they flicked the lights off and hunkered down below the main desk.
Barry tried to keep himself from crying as they heard the lumbering creature circling the office. As the two men sat huddled underneath the desk that rested nestled below the large plexiglass window. Out of the silence, a sudden knock came. A considerable tap on the window. Barry and Chuck looked at one another, confused at the noise. Again it came, knocking at the window. It moved around, the tapping, knocking, corner to corner, all over the glass as if it were some safety inspector testing the stability of the window. What's happening? Barry asked as he stared at Chuck, eyes open further than they'd ever been. I, uh... Chuck swallowed. I don't know. Maybe you should pop up, see if it's still there? Can't you check? Barry asked, nervously. I didn't take off and leave you to get ripped apart by that thing. Fair enough, Barry said, shakily as he inched out from under the desk. Chuck glanced to the wall, seeing the bright glow from the security light that faced the office. Nothing obscured it, so he hoped the creature had fled. Barry barely peered over the top of the desk. I... I don't see anything. Barry mumbled as he put his fingertips on the desk. I, uh... It might have left... Oh, shit! Barry yelled as something exploded through the window, nearly knocking Barry to the ground before pulling him back towards... Overcome by a wave of fear, Chuck scrambled out from underneath the desk to see the beast that had boxed them in, attempting to pull Barry through the hole it had smashed in the plexiglass. It struggled and squirmed as its rippling humanoid arms gripped Barry's head tightly, as it yanked it close enough to grab a hold of his jacket with its other arm. It looked at Chuck and snarled like a cornered dog, backing Chuck up to the wall with sheer terror before he realized he had to do something, anything to help his colleague. The creature's canine ears twitched as Barry's head banged against the sides of the hole in the window. Chuck grabbed Barry by the bottom of his jacket, attempting to wrestle him from the creature, which had become partially wedged in the hole itself. Barry pulled away as Chuck yanked on him, barely freeing him from the creature as it struggled in the hole, the top half of its torso lodged in the jagged glass tips of the opening, still swiping at the men. It moaned and howled as it struggled to free itself. Thank you, Barry said as Chuck glanced to him. Multiple thin lines of blood trailed down Barry's head, dropping from unmissable claw marks above his ears. Chuck looked back to the creature. Suddenly, the being freed itself, pushing the back half further in and dropping onto the office desk, lurching out for Barry. It grabbed a hold of him and opened its gaping maw, sinking its large, jagged fangs into his neck ripping back and opening up the front of Barry's neck in a few swift seconds. Chuck pulled the handgun from his holster and unloaded the entire magazine on the beast. Barry backed up to the wall before his legs gave out and he slid to the floor, blood and flesh dripping down his chest, soaking his dark blue button up to an almost black color. Almost all the bullets from Chuck's handgun had made impact on the creature's face or neck, which dropped it to the ground lay on the floor, a pool of blood seeping from its switching body. Frantically, Chuck pulled another magazine from his belt, 
loaded it into his gun, and fired all of the bullets into its skull, the motion now ceasing as Barry gasped from halfway underneath it. Its fading yellow eyes looked up to Barry, who was quickly dying as it laid still, sprawled across his legs. Chuck breathed heavily as he holstered his gun. He stepped closer to Barry, who used the little strength he had left to look at Chuck, who knelt down above the beast's corpse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I couldn't. Chuck mumbled as he looked down at the floor. He heard a hushed wheeze before looking back up at Barry. He was gone. Fuck, he said quietly as he stood up. He pulled the cabinet away from the door, stepping out into the night. With an unsteady hand, he pulled out his phone and called his supervisors, who were all fast asleep in their comfortable homes. I'm sorry, he whispered as he looked back.